Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we focus on a reading. And these readings come from Richard's vast library of thought leaders, teachers, and spiritual guides. And after the reading, we offer up an invitation. And it's an invitation that's designed to move something in your own heart. It's designed to help you wake up, help you through your afternoon, or to wind down at the end of the day. Welcome to this shifting moment. We hope it helps. Zigar control, not speaking of the downfall of others. In the Buddhist teachings, we speak of a person's three doors, body, speech, and mind. The three doors are the means by which we create positive and negative karma. Since body and speech are more tangible than the elusive mind, they are easier to control. If we can't control our body and speech, how can we ever hope to control our mind? This slogan focuses on our speech, which tends to be more of a problem for us than our body. It's much easier for our mind's activity to manifest through our speech than through our body. My teacher put it this way. He said, speech is the way all of our filth comes out. We often speak of others' downfalls. This person has this fault. This person does this wrong. Therefore, this person is not good. And everyone should be aware of it. Our criticism may extend to the Dharma or spiritual practice. This person doesn't practice enough or this person is not a good practitioner, or this person doesn't have enough devotion, commitment, and so shouldn't act like this. They should be beyond this. The object of our criticism may or may not have these downfalls. It doesn't matter. The important thing is to keep our own speech from going in the wrong direction. Sometimes we act as if we've been assigned to announce the faults of others. We may believe that we're protecting people from harm by denouncing those that we disapprove of. Or in some situations, especially as a parent, a teacher, or a friend, we may feel like it's our duty to correct someone. But before you say anything helpful, check your motivation. Make sure you're not merely trying to satisfy yourself. And even if you find that your motivation is pure, make sure the person that you want to help is open to that help. If everything is favorable, then you can say what needs to be said. But simply coming down on someone and speaking about their faults will only make everyone upset. That will not do any good. We should also be wary of our speech when we're innocently chatting with our friends just to make conversation. It's natural to start talking about people we know of in common, which can easily slip into a discussion of their faults. This can easily lead to damaging gossip. Why do we do this? 
Often it's because we find such conversation exciting. But if we keep our mindfulness of mind and our vigilant introspection close at hand, we can prevent ourselves from going too far. In these situations, it is recommended to be like a dog. When you notice that this kind of excitement is coming on, just be still and let that whole energy calm down. That will save you from doing a lot of harm with your speech. The point of this slogan is not to be uptight or puritanical. As with all the teachings, it is to prevent our self-importance from gaining the upper hand and bringing suffering to ourselves and others. I love what this reading has to say about gossip. Especially that that bit about the excited feeling that we can get when we engage in that kind of conversation. Because there's something in us that tricks us when we're in gossip mode or when we're talking about someone behind their back. And it tricks us into believing that whatever we're saying is actually making a difference, that it's somehow real. But in fact, whatever we're saying, the only reality that we're putting out in the world is a negative one. So I loved the author's advice, and I think that's our invitation today, is to, when we get into that excitement, something is activated in us, and we have to see that through. Meaning we have to name the feeling that's come into us, we have to name the energy that's come into us, and then we have to say, okay, how am I gonna deal with you now? And the most beautiful response we can do is to just stand there. When my dog was being trained, and I love the author brought up like a dog, my dog was being trained. The biggest thing was called behavior modification because these dog trainers understood that once a dog gets on a certain path, there's no way to change their behavior until they're literally lifted up and placed in a different behavior or mindset. And that's what we have to do with ourselves. It's a behavior modification. And that can be as simple as just standing still.